news stories. That's what we do for a living, right? And uh, so just there's been so many big stories like the North Korean summit that that I've got all these little things that are building up. And I feel oh like, yeah, tell me about I it. I feel like I'm getting clogged, and I want to. I'd like to get through some of them. For instance, this graph that I came across: only 41 percent of Americans know that exposure to loud sounds, either one time or cumulatively, can be harmful to their hearing health. That can't be. <laughs> Did you not just intuitively know that? I don't think I know that because I read a study. People knew that in 1974, back when we were smart. Back <clears> before <throat> people started getting dumber. That, that, uh, adults? Uh, if that's true, I just need yeah, to completely adults. rejigger my what people are meter. You know what I mean? I, I don't my view of humanity <laughs> needs to be reset. The, um, I mean, I got to ex- explain to people about looking at the sun and stepping out in front of commuter trains. That's true. We always joke about that. Uh, like oh. Stare at the sun for concert tickets. <laughs> Who can stare at the sun the longest? Uh, the new Incredible movies, Incredibles movie is coming out, the sequel. The first one is considered the best Pixar movie ever. I didn't know that, and I'm not sure I've ever seen it. It, it, it was very good, and it was charming. I considered by whom, though. I don't. I don't. I, I had it as the best superhero movie. I don't know about best Pixar thing, but I love the Incredible. I mean, yeah. you, anybody who who states as if it's self evident that anything is better than Toy Story is, you better do some quick talking. It's 14 years ago, and they made the sequels out this weekend, and it's getting pretty good reviews. Charming. Your kids would like it. It's good family affirming, love, taking care of each other thing. Is it the feel-good uh, cartoon of the summer? It is. Okay. If you have a heart attack, it's a coin flip of the likelihood somebody's going to do CPR on you. Some bystander. Happens about half the time. Hmm. That's how often. That's pretty often. I didn't know that. Half the time when you have a heart attack, some bystander's doing CPR on you before... Uh... I would have guessed less than that. Yeah, I would too. Just, I don't know why. I guess we, I mean, we all kind of know how to do it. That's the problem. We all hundred percent chance people film it, film me do it, and like live stream it or whatever. And I guess it goes on YouTube. I got to admit, and this is not good. This is bad for America. This is bad for my bone brain. But among my first thoughts, if somebody had a heart attack, is I'm going to get sued if I step in here. Right. Which is not a good. That's not a good culture. I would agree. I, I am a little concerned, though. Is this a heart attack or an epileptic seizure or a, an aneurysm? You're just or, laying down? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're lazy. <laughs> of course, if they're clutching at their chest saying, oh, my God, I oh, twisted. my God, I think I'm having a heart attack. I twisted on my ankle. Why are you pumping my chest? Stop it. That hurts. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Staying alive. Staying alive. That's what, what I remember. What you... That's the rhythm. Or another one bites the dust. A bump, bump. Bump. Another one bites the dust. They're I the think same I was rhythm. Staying alive. Staying alive. You're yeah, a little I think fast. I, I was a little slow before. Oh, I matched your tempo. Don't don't be don't be pumping my chest too fast. All right. Oh, I had night fever. He died. I had night fever in my head. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Can you guys get off of Pandora and start giving me CPR? No, I, I swear dying this is here. right. I went with. Help. I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> Nobody loves. I'm sure it's this Queen song. He's just a poor boy. Hey, forget it. He's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. How can you mend a broken heart? You've got to use that one. So uh, Ironic, but appropriate. And I got to think, if I just go down in a mall and somebody comes over and starts pumping on my chest, my, my, my thoughts are going to be, do you have any idea what you're doing? Right. Or are you just randomly well, you pumping on my chest? you don't have any thoughts at the point you need CPR. You're not thinking nothing. Hmm. I had uh, a heart rhythm problem. Um, I've seen you on the dance floor. 
You have no rhythm problem. <laughs> I had a, I've got a heart rhythm thing. It's, it's fine. It's not a problem. But um, I, I said to my doctor at one point, I said, you know, and I couldn't find a pulse. It, it was like it stopped for a while. He said, if your heart stopped, you'd be unconscious. Now, moving along, idiot. <laughs> I mean, he was fairly uh, brusque about the point, but um, it was just the wake-up call I needed. Another news article I came across over the weekend. An Iranian official, Iranian official admitted, we did protect Al-Qaeda terrorists, some of the guys that flew the planes. We protected them in Iran prior to 9-11. That is something that has been claimed by the U.S. and others, and Iran has denied for a long time. Mm. But yep, they uh, Prior they, to 9-11. Yeah, they allowed some of the 9-11 attackers to travel secretly through uh, Iran and protected them. Hmm. Thanks. Now, they can announce that now. I think if you'd have announced that 16 years ago, you'd have been attacked, right? Because that's when we were full on. There, You're either with us or right, right. You know, against us or whatever. What does that illustrate the whole uh, Arab Muslim, the uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend thing? Because you got the hardcore Sunni Al-Qaeda, and you got the Shia of Iran. They kill each other over nothing all the time in the but, Middle East. But we're the great Satan to both of them. Exactly. Yep. This also came out over the weekend. Didn't get enough attention, in my opinion. Democratic parties have been implicated in a scheme to illegally funnel $84 million to Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, according to a new report, violating FEC, uh, FEC laws. So what happened is... And I'm is, supposed to be all aghast about old Michael Cohen routing a few right, bucks to the whore. Right. So what I'm happened sorry, here... she's not a whore. She's a pornographic uh, uh, fornicator. So what happened here, Bernie fans, in addition to all the other ways the thumb was on the scale for Hillary, the money was being routed through states that were it was supposed to be available for you know, all kinds of different candidates or whatever. Sure. The states then would get it straight to Hillary's campaign. And so an extra uh, $84 million was only available to Hillary Clinton and no opponent, which is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Just freaking unbelievable. Yeah. Would Bernie have gotten the nomination had it been a fair playing field? We'll never know. It'd have been a brawl. We'll never It'd know. It'd have been a hell of a contest. She would have fought back a lot harder. Yeah, she'd attacked him. But I uh, I would have liked his chances. Would have been interesting to see. And Keep we'll... putting your hope in politicians, though, everybody, because they're fine, honest people and mean everything they say. Yeah, I find that a disappointing story. Um, I was never appointed, so I can't be disappointed. Mitt Romney, who once called Donald Trump a con man. He's a con man, a phony. Predicts a solid 2020 win for Trump, for Trump now. He once called Donald Trump a con man, but Mitt Romney on Thursday night predicted Trump would easily win his party's presidential nomination and solidly win a second term for president. I think uh, if if nothing crazy happens, that's probably true, but uh, let's wait and see. But yeah, all things being equal, Mitt's right. But um, who runs against him? Yeah, well, I have beaten myself up for talking about 2020, but I, I'll bet at least once a day I think about it. I'm excited about the idea oh boy. of another race between Trump and who knows who. And if I But was, you say, wait, wait, wait. Isn't he a huge business success? Doesn't he know what he's talking about? No, he isn't. And no, he doesn't. So is that... <laughs> So Mitt saying, I think he'll easily win, is that yeah. just Mitt being disappointed in the American people and calling him as he sees him? Mm, well, I don't think the one has to be true for the other to be true. Do you think he now likes Trump and doesn't think he's a con man? And No, I just think he, I think he thinks he's going to win. Mm. 
I think it may Mr. Be... Trump is a con man, a fake. <laughs> you know, I did hear somebody talking about the uh, the North Korean uh, summit thing in the context of Trump, the great negotiator, the art of the deal, etc. This guy said in New York real estate circles, Donald Trump is not known as a great negotiator. He's known as a great blusterer who goes in strong, but then, you know, gives up a lot of stuff and ends up being just okay at it. I don't have but any idea. Neither do I. If I could handpick someone to run against Trump, running the Democrats, uh, Democratic Party, could yeah. handpick somebody, and had a time machine, it would be a 20-year younger Joe Biden. I think that'd be the perfect person. <laughs> but uh, So if you had dictatorial powers in a time machine, yes. that's what you would do. And I think that might be what you'd need. No, you don't. And no, you won't. You have the worst uses for time machines. <laughs> <laughs> If you had a time machine, really? you'd go back and talk to a younger Joe Biden. What a waste of technology. <laughs> That's what you'd do with your time machine. I'm taking your time machine away from you. Idiot. You don't know how to use one. See <laughs> how the Sphinx was made? Maybe. No, no. Young Joe Biden. 20-something Joe. Look at actual dinosaurs. No. no. How about a 50-year-old Joe Biden? That's your dream? How old is he now? He's older than... He's way too old. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, given the, your lack of a time machine and dictatorial powers... Oh, my God, you sucked me in, you son of a bitch. You, you have lured me into talking about 2020. Outside of that, I don't think you can pick somebody who's going to beat him. That's my point. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God, if it ends up being a celebrity and that celebrity wins because they're a celebrity, where, where, where are I'm we? checking out. Where are we? Kamala Harris. Alec Baldwin wins the next presidency. Trump then plays Alec Baldwin on the next season of SNL. Wait a minute. Now I have something to root for. Kamala Harris Duh. is pretty good. I'm Alec Baldwin. I'm so stupid. Every week. The cold let's opening. Memor- Every week. Let's memorize this rhythm. This is the rhythm for pumping somebody's chest when you're doing CPR. It's pretty kind of handy to know. If you can remember the tempo, I mean, you'll get it roughly right. Yeah, you'll be close. Sure. You just don't want to pick a ballad or some sort of one of those ecstasy songs they play at raves. <laughs> exactly. You don't want that. No, no heavy metal. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. During that same press conference, Trump was pretty vague about what went on in the meeting. He kept referring to things. Watch this. I just wrote down some of the things we got. A lot of things included. And then you have things that weren't included. We're going to be working with them on a lot of other things. And you look at all of those things that we got. A lot of things happened very fast. I think he wants to do things. A lot of great things can happen. Things will change. Things will be happening. A lot of things happen. We have to do other things, and that's a very important thing. Um, we didn't do the story about the guys who taped Trump's papers back together. That uh, Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. So there's a guy that makes about $65,000 a year. He's in the records management division of uh, the federal government, and it's his job to, you know, they save every scrap of paper a president uses. Everything he writes. Or reads, <clears throat> in many wow. cases. 
um, if they've written anything on him. So, like, it, it's common for to you know a president to look at a newspaper article and write you know down the economy or something like that, and that has sure. to be preserved yeah. for history. Well, Trump has a habit. Apparently, he's had his whole life of tearing stuff into tiny pieces when he's done reading it. Yeah, yeah. Like, he'll read something and he'll just tear it into little pieces, kind of like a nervous habit. They say. Yeah. And uh, so these these guys, there's a couple of them. It's their job to go into the trash can, get all the tiny little pieces of paper, and try to glue them back together. Obvious question: Why haven't they asked him to stop? They have repeatedly. They've begged him to stop, but he just does it. Sometimes he just tears them down the middle, and that's easy. But other times they're torn into pieces so small they look like confetti, <laughs> and it's a painstaking process to put it back together. It's rewarding work if you can get it, though. Oh. Ah. <sighs> This is a mundane response to a stupid memo about something that will not matter, and I'm going to spend the next three days of my professional life piecing it together because that orange nut job won't keep tearing paper apart. That's satisfying work. <sighs> wow. In the, the congressional library or whatever they archive these things, you have the different volumes like encyclopedias from all the... The presidents, and then you get to Trump's, and his is put together with glue sticks and scotch tape. <laughs> it's not a great look. Another follow-up. I think we talked about there was a mad pooper on the loose in Australia. Oh, yeah. They caught the guy, and the only reason I bring this up is because the writing on it is kind of funny from the New York Post. That last one was that school superintendent, you remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where was that? There's giant mystery for the longest time. Who's crapping on the football field right at the 50-yard line was the superintendent. How crazy is that? And they caught this guy the same way, put up a camera. Um, so people were bothered by the fact that somebody in the morning was doing their thing on, like, outside their uh, their their apartment building, and they wanted to catch the guy, so they and set up cameras. people, huh? But I'll read the writing because it's kind of funny. <laughs> His career has gone down the toilet. Andrew McIntosh... A corporate bigwig dubbed the poo jogger has relieved himself of his duties. Huh? Huh? Uh, duties. Relieved of his duties. I get it. <laughs> after being caught with his pants down. The feces fiend made more than 30 deposits outside an apartment complex. More than 30? Yeah. Wow. Fed up residents tracking his regular movements could take no more crap. Oh, my goodness. His regular movements. Wow. Wow. They must add a committee of people just rewriting every sentence. So they set up a sting operation to catch him in flagrante delicto, which is not a term I know. Yeah. Anyway, but... they put a nighttime camera up, and they caught him, and turned out this is a guy. He's like a big-time successful corporate dude. Obviously, it went viral, and you got to fire a guy who does that, that. That usually means having sex. Flagrante, flagrante delicto? delicto? Yeah, I don't know not that. Uh, it's Latin for speak in, English in blazing offense. Ah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Latin for the Latinos. Uh, wow, that's uh, that's terrible. That's a crazy person. Yeah, well, so is the superintendent who was doing it on the football field. That must be its own like little brand of crazy. The, oh, yeah. I'm getting away with doing this places and nobody knows it's me. Okay. Uh, is that it? I don't know. Is it something Freudian? It's just... Well, that's the thing about crazy. It's crazy. You can't explain it rationally, usually. Well, I don't know. Some brands are crazy you can explain rationally. Sure. Not that one, though. (laughs) So he'd do it whilst jogging. 
Yeah. Maybe all that movement, the bounce. Well, that, that's a common thing. If you run long distance, you have to go. I mean, people like the one marathon I ran, there, there, were, there were people pulling off to the side and pooing in the bushes and stuff like that. Oh, Lord. Can't they set up a porta-potties? What a <laughs> lovely hobby, marathoning. <laughs> huh? Wow, something that makes it, it's, it's so strenuous, you poo yourself? Nipple I never chafing, have. pooing in the woods. What's not to like? I never have done it. The nipple chafing. I wasn't oh, ready yeah. for that. Yeah. Nobody is. You're supposed to put like um, a, a Band-Aid over your nipples because just the shirt rubbing right. on there for, for, in my case, five hours of running uh, because I was so slow. But, yeah, it was like somebody had a cigarette lighter on my nipples. Oh. Yeah, I've never ran a marathon, but I used to run distances. And, yeah, that's tough on the old nips. But anyway, so was there a point to this? Oh, they caught the guy who was pooing. Yeah. And uh, what's the sentence for that? I don't know. What's the charge? Stop doing that. All right. Uh, (laughs) Knock it off. Apparently, United Airlines ran out of dogs to kill and guitars to smash and old Asian doctors to beat down. (laughs) (laughs) And they've turned to endangering infants. Ooh. United Airlines has issued an apology to a mother who claimed, and I'm sure she's telling the truth. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Cassie Hutchins was flying from Denver to somebody somewhere or other um and had her 18 pound very very little newborn daughter in a uh, car seat and had her rear facing because that's the safest anybody with a little infant in the last 30 years knows until they're a certain size it's rear facing well the air waitress who decided she knows everything uh, forced her to flip the seat around. And she said, no, 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 it's got to be rear-facing. That's much safer because of the, the belt if the thing comes to a sudden stop, blah, blah, blah. They told us the plane could not leave without us moving that car seat and turning it around. I knew we'd be kicked off if we did not comply. Scal even had a seat in first class. Oh, my God. How did they not work these things out in a better way? This man told me that we can't be on the flight without facing her forward. He then has another woman come on and berate me for, for trying to not face my daughter forward, which is so unsafe. You cannot put a rear-facing seat forward. It's not meant for facing forward, putting my child in a dangerous position. I didn't know they did that on planes, but I would think you could Google it or something. I mean, if, you, if you're all arguing about it. <laughs> During the flight, Hutchins said she asked the flight attendant where it says forward-facing is policy. Because an attendant allegedly insisted that she didn't really care about what I thought was safe. It's just policy. After looking, the flight attendant comes back and says that she is supposed to rear face, but the gate agents have final say in how the baby sits. Ah, it was the gate agent's fault. Right. I just don't, I don't understand how these airlines, United specifically, how they don't work this out better. They handle it so poorly. It reminds me a lot of bad cops and sometimes good cops in bad situations, where if you allow any dissent or anybody to defy your orders, you've lost control of the situation. So they go hard-ass. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the U.S. latest denuke demands for North Korea. California's honking laws being called unconstitutional. Honky laws? What? And Against my people? And another celeb thinking about running for president. Yes! Sean was right. That's what we need. Honking laws. Okay, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, here's an idea. Once my present multi-tentacled 
cluster you-know-what is over, I would like to talk about all the scams that exist in the buying and selling of homes. All that, the people, that'd be uh, news we can use. All the people making lots and lots of money based on the fact that there's so much money washing around. Nobody's concerned about $100 there, $200 there, or $300 even $2, there. Really, or even $2,000, really. Or all the conflicts of interest oh, that, yeah. are, that not only exist, but are written into the law. Yeah. Please. Yeah, even if, if it, especially if it's attached to the loan anyway, even a couple of thousand dollars is spread out over 30 years. It's not going to have any effect whatsoever. Well, whatever. And if sometimes happens, I'm told, uh, deadlines get very, very close and could cost people a fair amount of money. All of a sudden, uh, people are willing to uh, do a little something uh, for a little extra. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm the guy who created the need for you to do that, and now I'm going to profit from it. Uh, oh, yeah, there are a few examples of that. <laughs> wow. So we could talk about the way Maine is now running elections and whether or not that's the way the rest of the country is going to start doing it. It's kind of interesting. How or, are they? Or we could talk about how they <laughs> caught that physicist at Michigan State who turned out to be into bestiality. Oh, Did you hear my. that? So oh, Michigan State's boy. got that problem, enough problems with yep. protecting sexual predators and gymnasts and all that sort of stuff. Are um, we talking nay-nay, woof-woof, turn, oink-oink? Turned out they had this physicist who was uh, sexing up dogs. Oh, hey, boy, woof-woof, woof, I was afraid of that. How they caught him is pretty interesting, how the feds got onto him. They didn't find him uh, having sex with a dog? One dressed up like a Labrador? It has to do with the Craigslist ad. Right. It was, oh. They had an undercover agent. It was a sting. Oh. Woof, woof, oh. woof. What his Craigslist ad said. Oh, it's pretty entertaining. Mm. So stay Brace tuned. yourselves. Right now, news with Marshall Phillips. Well, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the U.S. will push North Korea to take major steps toward disarmament by the end of Donald Trump's first term in January of 2021. Pompeo's in Seoul for briefings with South Korean and Japanese officials about Trump's summit with North Korean leader Kim. Pompeo also says he is now in charge of the U.S. talks with North Korea and that he expects detailed talks to resume next week. Okay, uh, I'm surprised they think it's going to take two years to get there. Uh, why does this stuff have to move so slowly? Well, part of it is the mechanics. I mean, there is the whole part of, okay, if you're going to start dismantling this stuff, it is going to take a while, even in good faith. I think one of the most important questions is, all right, when are you going to move the inspectors in to observe what's going on? And where do they get to go, and where do they stay, and what are they subject to, and what if they break the speeding laws? And And it's it's especially interesting with North Korea, where nobody gets to go to North Korea. It's not like... not like inspections in in uh, in, in Russia or someplace where right. people were going there anyway. Nobody goes in and out of North Korea. And they're also saying Pompeo and some of the other U.S. officials are saying they want an embedded team yeah. to be doing the inspect- yeah. inspections. That's probably what you'd need. Yep. Uh, Pompeo also saying the U.S.-South Korea military exercises will start up again if North Korea stops negotiating in good faith over its nuclear program. Yeah, there you go. So... I like Ian Bremmer, but yesterday when he was saying Trump gave away too much with giving away the exercises, yeah. in what sense did he give away the exercises? At the time, he said, unless they violate you know, our agreement, Pompeo just said it. So yes. if, they, if they're not going along with it, 
the exercises will come back. How is that giving away the store? It's not. It's conditional. It's entirely conditional. You know, and that's why you have Pompeo's in South Korea explaining the uh, ins and outs of this deal to the South Koreans, who apparently were caught by surprise when they heard Trump say that the uh, war games were going to be, you know, were going to stop for a while. Right. It's saying, all right, here's a PlayStation if yeah. you keep your room clean is not giving away the store. Right. In, in fact, it, it could be argued that it's the opposite. The ACLU of San Diego and Imperial Counties is suing California over its horn honking law. <laughs> the lawsuit was filed on behalf of an Oceanside woman who got a ticket for honking in support of a demonstration outside U.S. Representative Daryl Ice's office in October. Oh, I'm a guy who will occasionally, if I see honk, if you like this, I'll honk. Oh, really? I'm a honker. And uh, so the question is whether or not that's free speech, I'll bet. State law says vehicle horns are only to be used for safety reasons. You cannot be yeah. honking your horn I and can, say, yay! I can see the argument, because when you hear a, when I hear a honk, I go, whoa, what's going on? Am I about to get hit? Did I sure. just pull out in front of right. somebody? What happened? Boy, New York was hilarious. It is everybody as honky yes. as you have ever heard it is, if you haven't been recently. People honk at each other constantly. <laughs> Well, they all drive like homicidal maniacs. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen the routine with a with a cab driver where they drive with their hand on the horn, and it's just part of the just part of the negotiating the roads. Yeah, yeah. God, my I had one Uber driver who was honking like that and cussing at people, and I thought it was awesome. Wow. The ACLU claims honking at rallies and protests is indeed a form of your free speech. Man, I, I I got this Uber driver the other day. This son of a gun. I, 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 there were like 80-year-old women lined up behind him in the left lane screaming, Would you speed up, you coward? God, he was so slow and so passive. He had this weird thing going. He wouldn't pass by a car. And I don't mean pass a car. If he was in one lane and he like came up to a car in the next lane, he'd ease off. He just would not go by him. Oh, God, I wanted to kill the guy. How many stars you give him? I haven't reviewed it yet. I was going to blast him. I should. I will. All right, my friends. Yet another celebrity is thinking about a run for the White House. Come on, rock. Alex Baldwin. Yes, Alec Baldwin is thinking of run for the White House. Says if he ran for president in the 2020 election, he would come out victorious. You rude little pig. Did an interview with Howard Stern. Baldwin saying if he entered the race, he would 1,000% come out as the winner over Donald Trump. He said his campaign for the spot would be a comical and thrilling ride. Uh, sounds to me like he's baiting the president into tweets that they can continue to <laughs> yes. go back and forth Promote on. Promote his career. Yeah. Hey, one other uh, show busy note. Ariana Grande's new engagement ring is reportedly worth over $100,000. Wow. The bling given to her by her new boyfriend, Saturday Night Live cast member Pete Davidson. Pete, 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 you'll never get that money back. Who knows? Who knew that uh, SNL paid that well? You know, it's pro- he's marrying into a millionaire. Like you, you take out whatever credit card things you need to get this marriage. <laughs> I see what you're done. saying? He's set the hook. Yeah, he's not the one who's got to worry about the prenup. She is. Oh, clearly. Right. Now, well, what state and or jurisdiction will their inevitable uh, dissolution be uh, adjudicated in, Marshall? Very, very good Is that good a question. New York thing or a California Probably thing? A not Cali- that I'm rooting against these kids. I'm not. Probably a California thing, I got a well, feeling. Well, and she, he gets half. Or, oh, wait a minute. What's it? Uh, 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 
are California divorce laws still like crazy antiquated where the little yes. lady gets everything? Because a woman can't possibly be expected to work. <laughs> it's and, ironic for the great progressive state of Cal Unicorn. And in case you hadn't heard, the 2026 World Cup is coming to North America. The FIFA Congress voting in favor of the joint bid by U.S., yes. Canada, and Mexico. U.S.A. and Canada and Mexico. U.S.A. and Canada and Mexico. All the major matches are going to be held in the United States. 60 World Cup matches, including the World Cup final at the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. So we're making Canada and Mexico take the crappy preliminary <laughs> matches? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Well, that kind of sucks for Mexico because I actually really like soccer in Mexico. Yeah, it's a little cartelly down there, though. You do have that problem. Yeah. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I heard a featurette on the way Putin's running the World Cup in Russia right now. It's really interesting. It's a it's a, a huge feather in his cap personally. He was super happy that they got the World Cup. Uh, and actually, I heard a tape of him speaking English, which he almost never does, to express his gratitude when they got the, the nod. But the uh, what's the modern equivalent of the KGB? doesn't matter. The KGB. FSB or whatever it is. Um, they're running security. And all known soccer hooligans have been rounded up and denied, like, because uh, you got to get an ID badge and all. There's going to be no nonsense under Putin, he says. So they're going full totalitarian. You cheer too loud, you end up in the gulag. How they caught this pervo scum in uh, at Michigan State, Maine maybe a little judgmental against uh, human dog love relationships. Maine maybe changing the way we do elections if it catches on. Among other things, coming up for the petering out on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm glad I just came across the follow-up to this story, so I was going to present you with the first part, thinking it... So we had elections across the country, various places, uh, yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. So Maine was trying something different. Everybody in the country has first-past-the-post voting in their states. Pardon me? That's what they call... First past the post that's, voting? That's the official name of that system in which whoever gets the most votes wins. Oh, I see. It's yeah. called first past the post vote. I don't right. know why you have to have such a year 1200 sort of name, English common law name for it, but anyway. Oh, I kind of like It's it. called first past the post. Well, well uh, Maine has decided to change their system for a variety of reasons. They're going with uh, ranked choice choice voting. Oh yeah, I've I've read about this system, but Oops. no no states does it. There's no there's no there are no state elections. There there are like mayoral races that do it and that sort of stuff. But there's no state doing it anywhere. And uh, so now it's somebody has to get at least the majority. The mm-hmm. idea is we're not going to have anybody in office that didn't get at least a majority. So you have to rank everybody. So if you got a, a list of like fifteen people, you got to rank first to fifteenth your your choices. First to fifth, you got to rank them top all. Tree, I know. So that's one of the weird things. Is most of the time, if there's a bunch of people running for office, I know who I want. I don't know where I'd rank number nine versus number eleven. Maybe, I, maybe I, you got to think about that. I haven't even read. Maybe about if you the, love this country, you'd think about it. 
don't even know what so, the proposals so, are. Listen, if you've never read about this or dealt with this, it's easy. If you're going to vote for the like favorite person on the Armstrong and Getty show, it's not Armstrong and Getty. You got uh, Sean, Michael, and Marshall, and and Michael gets a plurality of the votes. Okay, he's first past the post. Right, exactly. But it turns out everybody who didn't vote for Michael would vote for Sean. Or, or you know, everybody, blah, blah, blah. The point is that, you know, Michael Sorry, Marshall, was, in Joe's scenario, nobody voted for you. Yeah, but so there would be many more votes for Sean if Michael hadn't won, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to know people's true preference, the most people's true preference, as opposed to, you know, the plurality of first choices. That was that made it more confusing than it was. <laughs> well, I'd like to retract everything I said. That gets to the follow-up. So they had their election yesterday, and there was talk around the country. You know, this could catch on. In theory, um, there, there are a couple of theoretical advantages that may or may not have come true. Um, oh, the good example is Marshall finished in third place, but it turns out everybody who voted for Marshall would have voted for Sean if they knew Marshall was out. So the true preference of Sean versus Michael is Sean. Okay, so here's, the, here's the, one of the benefits in theory. It keeps people from worrying about, you know, I'm not going to vote for for a libertarian candidate because I'll play the spoiler. All I'll right. do is get Hillary elected the by quote, voting for the quote wasted vote. Yeah, argument. the wasted vote. It does away with the wasted vote. Argument. John Cox, Travis Allen for governor of California. There's a hell of a lot of that. Yeah, but then it doesn't always work. That I don't want to get into all the complications. I'll just tell you this. So they did it yesterday and Maine's governor uh, said, and I quote, it was the most horrific thing in the world. <laughs> He refuses to certify the result. The really? governor of Maine is not going to certify the result. Oh, no. Because he said, quote, it's the most horrific thing in the world. Wow. <laughs> Was that an honest appraisal or did his guys lose? Well, nobody understood it. A lot, oh, a lot that of, I believe. A lot of exit polling is people were confused, and the state ran all kinds of PSAs, and they had clinics you could go to to learn how to do it, and blah, and blah, And this blah. is Maine. It's got a tiny population. Right. Can you imagine trying to get everybody in, you know, one of your big states to figure this out? Yeah. The most horrific thing in the world. Hey, what about the dog blanker? Uh, How to catch a predator dog division? We're going to have to get to that tomorrow. Oh. I guess. Unfortunately. Hey, kids. It's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. (laughs) I like the kid that says, ah, Here's your host, Joe Getty. What the hell? Let's get everybody's uh, final thought. That's what we do here. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Boy, I got to tell you, I had to dash in here at the last minute. A co-worker was playing uh, 15 different versions of Toto's Africa for me, going, mm-hmm. oh, listen to this. I oh, heard it. Oh, no more. Oh, boy. Shark jump. Positive Sean, your final thought. <laughs> yeah, loving the story that I uh, stumbled across today. It's quite long because it's in the Atlantic, so it's got 10,000 words. But it's essentially, hotels are getting flooded with Instagram star influencer wannabes trying to leverage their couple hundred followers into free stays. Oh, so, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll have more on this tomorrow, but this is hilarious. Wow, beautiful. Uh, Michelangelo, your final thought. Hey, millennials, go with your parents when they buy a car, when they buy furniture, and when they go get a house. Remember, you will be inheriting this stuff. Oh, boy. Remember, they want all their money, you know? Oh, boy. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Took both my kids to the public pool for the first time yesterday, and they have a giant water slide there that neither of them had had the guts or were tall enough to go down before. 
And yesterday they were both tall enough and they both went down and they were so thrilled. Oh. So thrilled. They had so much fun. Took videos. They're so proud of themselves. One of the great moments in our family history. In the pool. <laughs> yes, and we all did that. <laughs> we all shaved them. our legs in the pool. I went down the slide in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Funny, my final thought is water-related as well. A lot of you want us to talk about how soon it's going to be illegal in the great state of Cal Unicornia to do a load of laundry and take a shower the same day. Yes, that is true, more or less, and we will talk about it. The new water restrictions that nobody talks about because nobody knows what the hell the legislature's doing, and the state is wildly out of control. Mm. I probably should know that. I, you probably should. You will be probably hauled before the bar. The hell. What the hell? Shaving us at the pool. I got no water in my pool. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Just think about taking a, a razor and sitting on the edge and pretending to shave my legs. <laughs> that would be have pretty been funny. funny. <laughs> so many people who thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All the links we talked about, they're there for you. You can email us. Mailbag. At armstrongandgetty.com. Is there something we ought to be talking about? Y'all are great at keeping an eye out. Do it. As the cops drag Jack away. No, it's a meme. Didn't you guys see that? Yeah, it's a thing. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Yeah, that Stormy Daniels. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.